0: hello hello so I received so many messages yesterday there were so many of you who are already inside the rebellion with us posting comments and sharing with us how powerful yesterday's training was how much it reminded you to take your power back where you've been leaking your power circumstances that you've been giving your power to and you guys there is
1: a method to our madness there is a reason why we start with power, and then lean into pleasure, and then tomorrow, bringing it with the wealth game, power, power is where it begins. And today, as we lead you to tap into limitless pleasure, to fully experiencing pleasure in your body, in your being, in your life, being a woman and her power is going to allow you to access pleasure in new ways
0: in new ways. If you have a dream, you have a goal, you have a desire, something that you wish to create or manifest or call into your world and realm, I think it's really important that we as women get out of this old Disney framework of being the princess who waits around for something in her circumstance, something in her world, something in her story to change. And we once and for all declare as a united womanhood that we are done waiting. Right, that we are done making up excuses, that we are done allowing there to be reasons why our dreams and our goals aren't valid or aren't priority, right? And that we actually start to lean into our personal power to declare that we are the ones who are going to make the changes, that we are the ones who are willing to set ourselves free, that we become the queens of the kingdom and identify our power in that in that choice in those actions and that we hold ourselves accountable and take the action don't actually just think about it we're going to talk about but we don't just think about it but we fucking show up for it and this empowered masculine, masculine energy is what so many of us long for in a partnership. It's what so many of us long for in a business. It's what so many of us long for. You know, we look for it in our planners. We look for it on our to-do list. We look for it on our fitness trackers and our period trackers and every single way we can try and uh, outsource showing up for ourselves or taking responsibility for ourselves. This is actually Femme Power Principle number one is radical self-responsibility. So it's what we dive into in week one inside Femme Power Principles. But this right now is an invitation for you to really harness your empowered masculine energy to say, this is what I want. And this is what I'm going to get. This is what I want to create. And this is how I'm going to create it. That awareness is what's going to create this relationship with yourself to harness your power to say, not only do I know I want it, but I'm also the one who can create it and build it and experience it. This is the thing women in our world
1: do not wait. We do not wait. We are self-led. We take a radical self-responsibility for how we feel, how we desire to feel our
0: choices. So this is the vibe. I'm the fucking queen. I don't wait. I make the choice. I make the action. I create the dream. That is the vision. That is the vibe. That is the energy. And we're bringing that even deeper in today so that you can actually start to feel the way that you desire to feel as you become the queen. And as you live as the queen, we talked about yesterday in terms of power, the ripple effect
1: that has same Mm -hmm. with pleasure. When you're living in your pleasure, when you're being the truest expression of yourself, that reaction, that ripple, that joy that it brings to you. So like how much joy can you experience? How much joy can you hold? I know this was another thing that came up yesterday. Like the fear of not being able to hold the power. You can hold the power. You can hold the pleasure. This is all receiving, receiving more and more
0: and more, more joy, more pleasure, more wealth, all of it. Broadening your capacity for it, right? Because we are so limited in what we believe we can experience and what we can hold yesterday, right? This is where the word and becomes so important. I can be a boss and i can have multiple orgasms a day i can be a connected mother and spend money on myself i can be this and that this and that so what happens actually when we start to use the word and and really strengthen this muscle of knowing and trusting and knowing and trusting and building and knowing and trusting and creating is that our capacity to hold it all starts to broaden so when shit hits the fan which it does You don't shrink and hide again. Or when there's a conversation that needs to be had, you don't run away or hide from it. You stand with it. And all of that requires your capacity to expand beyond what it currently is, right? So that you can experience more of the joy, more of the pleasure, more of the money, more of all of the other things that come with that. Because it's not just all good. It's not just all joy and orgasms and gold and bliss and travels and clients, it's also the leadership, right? And the commitment and getting up when you don't want to get up and and having hard conversations that you don't necessarily want to have and paying bills and doing all of those things that also come with a woman in her power.
1: Mm.
0: Okay. So just like you, I, I was a woman in my, out of my power for a very long time waiting, not believing I was worthy, constantly striving, proving myself, pushing myself too far, burning out. I mean, how many of these things can you relate to? And for me personally, a lot of that story was to feel like I had become successful based on other people's definitions of success, primarily men in my life. OK, so when we talk about power, when we talk about pleasure and, and when we move into money, the main thing that I want you to know is that we're not doing this for anyone else. We're doing this for you. You have to do this for you. You have to generate wealth for you. You have to experience pleasure for yourself. You have to be in your power so that you can fully Live the journey of your lifetime. Okay. So that you can say what you want to say, so that you can feel the way you desire to feel, so that you can go where you want to go, help who you want to help, mother the way you want to mother. And all of that comes from power. And then we have this conversation about pleasure. You're going to start to understand why power is so imperative to you really experiencing the pleasure of things that you do for yourself, whether it's a workout, or a hangout with a friend, or writing an Instagram post, or, or having a nap. Like, it doesn't matter what. The thing is, if you know how to access pleasure in that, if you can actually be in the frequency of pleasure in that, then your whole world is going to start to change shape because what we know to be true about the law of attraction and energetics is that what you are is what you attract. So just think about that for a second. If I know that what I am is what I attract, why would I be anything other than pleasure when I can be? Why would I choose anything else, right? And right now, let's start. Let's start and look at where you
1: experience pleasure, how you experience pleasure, how often you experience pleasure. Is pleasure something that feels like it's a frequency for you? Is pleasure something that you feel like you can access in any moment? Is pleasure something that you feel like you're consciously aware of something that you choose? Is pleasure the thing that happens on the weekends? Is pleasure the thing that happens once you check everything off of your to-do list? What is your relationship with pleasure right now? Where does pleasure fit into your life right now?
0: Right now. So I think one of the things that we really want to say in the very beginning of this is pleasure is not about positive toxic or toxic positivity, positive toxicity. There is no toxic. All toxicity is toxic. But um, it's not toxic positivity where we're just like overlaying every shitty thing in your life with pleasure. It's not that you don't experience sadness or grief or anger, or resentment. It's that you fully feel those. And that also gets to exist in the pleasure body, right? That it all sim- simultaneously becomes a part of the overall experience. Okay. So what happens for me when I am out of alignment, I am triggered immediately into frustration. Okay. The longer I stay in that frustration the longer I am out of alignment with the big vision for my life. But what I can do in this moment when I feel frustration is say to myself, what is my vision for my life? Who do I want to be? Okay. How do I desire to experience moments like this? How do I want to move through frustration? Do I want to stay here all day? Okay. Do I want to shame myself for feeling frustrated? Do I want to guilt my way through it? Or is there a way that I can allow this emotion to freely flow through me, to experience it fully, maybe even to say to the people around me, I'm feeling really frustrated right now. I'm having a moment of, of deep frustration. I just need to be with this for a moment. And then I can turn to my breath or I can jog on the spot, which sounds ridiculous, but sister, just like do whatever works, play loud music, smell a flower, call your best friend for a second and say WTF. What like, you know, like allow yourself to move through that feeling. But as long as you are staying wildly connected to your overarching vision for your life, like how do I desire to feel in this lifetime? And if any bit of that is pleasure, if any bit of that is joy, if any bit of that is wealthy, right? If it's empowered, if it's a woman that has choice, then guess what? In these moments of frustration, in these moments of anger, grief, sadness, Bitterness, failure. We're going to choose to be a woman who can hold and facilitate ourselves through that experience and return to pleasure when we're ready as fast as we can without bypassing the emotion because your commitment and your vision is wealth, power, and pleasure. So, why, if I have choice, would I choose to stay in a funk? Why would I choose to stay in a mood? Why would I choose to stay? In the silent treatment or holding a grudge or any of the other things that could come from there. So, right away, we're acknowledging that pleasure is a choice that is available to us in any moment. In any moment. And this was a
1: big thing for me on my journey, was really recognizing like I can hold pleasure and pain at the same time. So, even though I can hold like there can be pain and sadness. And heartache, I can also experience moments of pleasure, moments of bliss by seeing the beauty around me, by tapping into that that choice of choosing pleasure. And this, for me, I mean, if we're going way back, a, for some of you guys who are new here to our world, you won't know this whole story about me. But in early days, what I call my spiritual smackdown, when my husband and I were separated, I remember him saying one time, "I was like, I was pregnant with my daughter. I was out with my son." And he was like, well, on Instagram, your life just looks so happy. And I was like, cause that's what I'm choosing to capture right now in this moment. I'm choosing to see the beauty. I'm experiencing pleasure, even though I'm experiencing a ton of heartache and heartbreak and sadness right now, I'm holding both and they're both equally true. Mm -hmm. And this is like the biggest thing, because then I, then I kind of questioned myself. I'm like, okay, well, I'm showing happiness online, but that's, that's my truth. I'm feeling that joy. I'm feeling that pleasure. I'm feeling that happiness. I'm also feeling sadness. I could be walking to my to the park with my son and feeling such joy and seeing the beauty and seeing how he responds and is like so curious about everything and then I can get to the park and watch him play and feel sad that you're not here. Whatever it is, right? Like I can there, there's both. We get to hold pleasure and pain, pleasure and sadness at the same time. That's right.
0: For those of you saying that the word pleasure doesn't resonate with you, sub it out for whatever word feels good, joy, um, satisfaction, uh, happiness, whatever your word is. But I, I would invite you to journal on the word pleasure because we specifically chose the word pleasure for femme because pleasure for a lot of people does feel triggering. It feels avant garde. It feels almost erotic or dirty. It feels almost unaccepted by society. And it's just because there
1: tends to be a lot of guilt and shame associated with pleasure. That's right.
0: So use whatever word, by all means, feels good for you, whether it's wealth, money, finances, cash, bling, like find your word pleasure, joy, bliss, satisfaction. Whatever it is for you, power, choice, freedom, liberation, you get to play and make this yours and experiment with the word pleasure to see if there may be a physical block in your body that is preventing you from from really experiencing the frequency of that because pleasure is a good thing and pleasure is safe. And pleasure is okay. So here's here's where I want to begin with this conversation. Are you cool if I just dive in?
1: Yeah, I was just to wrap there when you were saying like, to me, like pleasure is your birthright, just like abundance is your birthright. And so this is where we really int- intertwine these frequencies of energy, of desire, of pleasure, of wealth, of power. Love that.
0: So pleasure begins with Safety. All right. So I think oftentimes when we experience when we think about pleasure, we think about luxurious trips, sexy lingerie, like we're just talking about it's this wild. We think, you know, yeah, just like like, like ah, pleasure. Oh my gosh, i in this pleasure. Pleasure begins with safety. All right. If your nervous system constantly feels like you are surviving then pleasure is really difficult to access and some would even say impossible, right? So there's a physiological aspect of safety that has to be awakened and present for your whole entire body to fully surrender and feel the ecstasy of pleasure, okay? If you do not feel safe and you're trying to experience pleasure, you're masking something under here that your body is screaming for, okay? Whether that's healing, whether that's trauma, PTSD, past life experiences, even anything that is under the surface that has not been liberated and set free that is making you feel unsafe or insecure in your physiological being is going to prevent you from experiencing that pleasure. So we wanna start like deep, deep, deep in your okayness. It's funny, right before this, I was wearing a t-shirt that said everything is going to be okay. So if pleasure feels really far from you, like joy, happiness, that is just so far away from me. I can't even resonate with this conversation. I want you to know that there is opportunity for you and there is joy available to you. And at the same time, there may be some deep healing that needs to be done before you can, really, truly access pleasure. So just don't want women in this community to be beating themselves up or to feel like there's something wrong with them. If accessing pleasure feels impossible, there is nothing wrong with you, okay? Start here. Start to allow yourself healing. Start to invite in therapists and and deep trauma and healing work that can really make your body feel safe, make you feel super held and supported and secure for, because from there we can work our way into joy, into pleasure, into ecstasy and into bliss. And I would say from there, this is where you get to start exploring,
1: Like, can we start exploring with pleasure? Cause right now you might not know all the things that bring you joy, that brings you bliss, that brings you happiness, that brings you pleasure. And I think so often we get into this, like, Well, I don't even know. I don't even know what I like. I don't even know what I love. I don't know what would feel good. Can you look at pleasure as an exploration? I'm going to explore this. I'm going to see how this feels. I'm going to
0: experiment
1: with this. I'm going to try this on.
0: So starting with where you're at, right? Recognizing that in this moment, feeling safe would be pleasurable for me. Okay. Waking up in the morning and taking a deep breath, pleasure like truly actually pleasure, right? Waking up and seeing a a partner, being in a bed, okay? Having healthy children, having healthcare to support unhealthy family members. Like we can find pleasure in where we're at. What we can also do is empower ourselves to do that because it is very easy to take yourself off the seat, the throne of your personal power in a lot of situations and say, there is no pleasure here. And we forget in a lot of these instances to choose our power again. And what we know now rebel women is that pleasure is accessed when we are in our power. Okay. When we remember we have choice. So what are the things that you can look for in your life that can welcome the frequency of pleasure today or joy or happiness or whatever it is that feels like the word for you. This is where we want to start cultivating more of it. Now, what we're doing here is helping you build more on top of more. This is what FEM stands for, right? More on top of more on top of more greatness on top of greatness. Now, I'll never forget the day that you said that that one time, and I was like, that's it. Greatness on top of greatness, okay? So what we're doing is building greatness on top of greatness, which means we start with one thing, okay? We start compounding pleasure on top of pleasure. But that's the way you wake up in the morning. It's drinking your water out of a wine glass. It's wearing your favorite perfume. It's saying good morning to someone without letting the day begin before you even address your loved ones right it's allowing yourself to acknowledge the the floor under your feet the sun in the sky the trees it's it's really simply compounding pleasure throughout your day that expands your awareness to show you how much pleasure is available to you. But what has to happen in order for us to do this is that we have to become aware of the choices that we have in our day to choose pleasure. We want to constantly be elevating our choices to compound the pleasure that we feel. Okay. So what the conversation that you are going to start to have with yourself is how can I welcome more pleasure in what would feel pleasurable in this moment? What would bring me joy in this moment? What's so important about this is that you recognize that pleasure is not easy. Joy is not easy. Happiness is not easy. You have a giant ego. You have a giant desire to be right. You have giant pain points that still exist within you and trigger points and all of these elements that make up who you are. And in order to choose happiness and in order to compound pleasure, joy, and satisfaction in your day, you have to be so deep in your power that you can overcome all of that other stuff and say, in this moment, I'm going to make the radical choice and choose the thing I desire, choose the thing that makes me feel good above and beyond The thing that is easy or feels self-righteous or that's going to prove me right to other people or make me look good or help me win this competition. We have to go beyond what success looks like. We have to go beyond making cheap money. We have to go beyond keeping things even and steady with our partners. We have to go beyond what we know to get what we want.
1: And I feel like what you're really inviting everyone here into Rob, when you're sharing about all the, like all these experiences and finding the pleasure, finding the joy in each and every moment in the breath, in the hello, in the good morning, in the glass of water is that we stop living on autopilot. We bring our awareness to all that surrounds us to the joy that we have that's accessible to us in each and every moment. And this is the biggest thing for me, where I see pleasure leaking, pleasure being robbed is when we're not living in the now. When we live in the now, we get to access pleasure, pleasure right now, pleasure today, pleasure in this moment, pleasure in this realm. And how often are you doing things in your life that are experiences that are meant to bring you joy, that are experiences that are meant to bring you bliss, that are experiences that are meant to bring you pleasure And they don't truly, they don't truly because your mind is somewhere else because you're thinking about your to-do list, because you're worried about something in your past, you know, you're out at the lake in this gorgeous setting and seeing the mountains and there with your best friend and your kids are playing around and you're worried about that thing that happened five months ago or you're worrying about that thing that you think like oh my gosh this person didn't respond to me i think that they're thinking this or you're worried about something in the future we rob ourselves from pleasure in the moment when we take ourselves out of the moment
0: Mm, out of the moment i mean i am so guilty of this also like we are in this work with you daily always, right? We are constantly bringing ourselves back to wealth, power, and pleasure, which is why we have these conversations with you. But how often do you catch yourself at the playground with your kids going down a slide or watching them go down a slide while you're thinking about the car insurance? How often do you catch yourself driving the most beautiful scenic drive, thinking about the email that never got sent? How often do you find yourself in the most romantic moment that you've been dreaming about? The thing that you have on your vision board and there you are sitting sitting there thinking, I wonder what comes next. I wonder what she'll say next. I wonder what he'll do next. What if I'm disappointed? What if this doesn't work? What if after this we get a divorce? What if after this we never fly first class again? What if after this I never have a meal that is as good as this? What if my next launch sucks? What if I fail after this success? And we stand there... In our moment worrying about what's to come you want to talk about a power leak let's talk about a pleasure leak when we stand there in the moment that we've created for ourselves and you've created this moment you've created all the moments in in unison with the universe when we stand there with an opportunity to see what we have and we only long for what we want we cannot feel pleasure in what we have. And when we can't feel pleasure in what we have, and we only feel pleasure in something that we long for, that's not true pleasure, right? That is a pleasure leak. It's saying all I want is what I don't have, right? And the universe experiences that as total lack, okay? Total scarcity, because our ability to manifest more of what we want starts with our ability to see and fully experience what we have now, just like Jack said. So bring yourself into the moments as they come, put your phone down, right? Be in the the sensual experience of the life that you're living. And I don't mean your sensual life. I mean your sensual life, the smells, the sounds, the touch, the taste, like when was the last time you closed your eyes and truly allowed yourself to enjoy every single bite of your meal, not just the last bite. I always save the last bite for, or the best bite for last. Do you do that?
1: I was like, not the, I was just going say, not the first bite or the last bite. Yeah,
0: but every single bite, the twirl of the noodles on, on your fork, every single bite you take, every sip of wine. Do you know what happens when you start appreciating every sip? The experience lasts longer. You know what happens when you start to experience every bite? There's more of what you love. You don't miss things anymore. So I'm going to give you an opportunity here to start to see how much pleasure, joy, satisfaction, happiness really exists in your life. I do this practice for myself when I start to feel my pleasure frequency dipping. Okay. Because you are not the only one, believe it or not, who feels like they're missing things. You are not the only one in the whole world who is not able to be present in every moment or experience joy in every moment. The human condition is lack. We are all conditioned to be afraid for our lives, to be in survival mode, but we have a choice to thrive and we have a choice to experience the joy. So we have to recondition ourselves to experience the abundance. So I started a book of receiving for myself. OK, I started to create evidence, tangible evidence for myself to see all of the things that were coming into my world. And I started to write it all down so that my mind could be proved wrong that eh, my world is so empty. Uh, there's nothing to be thankful for. Uh, my business isn't working and uh, no one likes me. And uh, there's no there's no opportunity. Uh, uh, uh. All these stories that my mind was telling me, I started to write down the opposite of that. I started to write down the reflection of my fears and I started to see what the universe was presenting me with, okay? Everything from a butterfly in my garden to Jack making me a sandwich for lunch, thank you so much, to a car to drive me here, to the coffee shop that was open, to my two kids and their laughter this morning, to waking up beside them, to the sun shining, to these messages coming in from people, to the connection to every single thing that showed up in my life, I wrote down and I started to reprogram myself to experience more pleasure because I trained myself to see it, okay? You have to be able to see the pleasure first. When you see it, then you can choose to go into it. But if you are constantly glazed over, if you are constantly in a fog If you are constantly confused, if you are constantly labeling yourself as stuck or stagnant or unworthy, then you are not allowing yourself to see what is in front of you. So if this resonates with you, I invite you to start a book of receiving for yourself and really stay dedicated to it if you can for a month, okay? Five minutes before bed every month, just write the things down that you see showing up in your world and allow yourself to start to pay more attention to bring the pleasure in actively. I want to tap into like, how do I stay in the
1: frequency of joy, gratitude, bliss, pleasure with what I have now when there is more? that I want when there is more that I desire. And this, what we're talking about here, bringing your attention, bringing your energy, bringing your gratitude to what you have right now, seeing the blessings that surround you now, being in the now present in the now pleasure in the now and no, buts. and you also get to tap into your desire for more. And so not a need for more, not even a want for more because these carry very different frequencies. When you can be present in the energy of what you have now and receive the joy, receive the pleasure now, while at the same time knowing that there's more for you to access. So you play in the desire realm. Again, we bring it back to play. We bring it back to exploring. We bring it back to playing with this frequency and the energy of like writing the desire list. Imagine if, imagine when that happens, playing in the field of potentiality, not, oh, I need to get this next thing. I want this next thing. How can I do it? I got to strive. I got to figure it out. I got to blah, blah, blah. Oftentimes we go to our head, right? We go to our head, which takes us out of the now, which takes us out of the joy of this moment. So can you leave your desires in desire realm and play with them versus trying to make, them happening, which often then takes us out of the moment. Because, like we said, then you're constantly in the motions of like being up here mm-hmm. and thinking and hustling and striving, being the frequency of bliss, being the frequency of pleasure. That's what's going to allow you to manifest at rapid speed.
0: Yeah. I, I think also like actively manifesting for me, like the balance of manifesting more while enjoying what you have. Think for me, like my active manifestation practice is like going to the gym. You know, like I don't go to the gym for 24 hours a day. I go to the gym and then I live in my body. You know, I go to the gym and then I pick my kids up, like carry them around and feel my strength. I go to the gym and then I dance freely in my house and like live in my flexible, strong body. I go to the gym to elevate my experience of being alive in this body my manifestation practice is very much the same. I journal my vision in the morning and then I live that vision out in the day, okay? So I'm like practicing actively my manifestation. Who do I wanna be? What am I calling in? Who do I have to be to call that in? What actions will I take? What choices will I make as that version of myself? And then I close my journal and I go live it out loud. And then I celebrate it as it comes. I see it, I feel it. And I go to sleep thankful for it. And, and then I, I wake up the next day and I do
1: it again. And I think one big thing here that just sparked as you were saying that, Rob, you write in your journal, like, who do I want to be? What am I calling in? And then the book closes and then there's no energy attached to, well, I'm not enough right now because I haven't called that in yet. Or I can't, I'm i not worthy because of this thing. So we're not attaching other things to our manifestations. It's like, okay, I'm worthy now. I'm enough now, and there's more that I desire. Again, inside of Femme Power Principles, we tap into desire and going deeper in our desires because a woman who's embodied in her wealth, power, pleasure, there's always more for her access. This is what we've talked about more on top of more, greatness on top of greatness, but it can't then
0: mean that who you are right now is not enough. Mm, I'm so glad you said that because then we're back in lack, right? lack and pleasure are, and lack and joy, scarcity and happiness, whatever words you want to use, those frequencies are opposing, right? So when you're constantly experiencing what you don't have in your life, you're actually pushing away what you want. So the more you fear the things that you want, the more you're actually resisting them and pushing them further away from you. I was going to say
1: one of my first soul coaches said this to me and it just always stuck with me. She said, the thing that you're the most hungry for is a thing that continues to be out of reach for you because there's this hunger, this striving, there's this, like, it it takes you out again. It takes you out of the, now it takes you to the moment. It's this thing that you feel like you need to go and get versus something that you're willing to receive opening up to experience. Mm, I love that.
0: So a woman in her power is able to live in the now okay because a woman in her power does not fear what's about to come she's not attached to results and and i shouldn't say she doesn't fear it but she doesn't let the fears limit her limit her right so what we know now is that a woman in her power has access to more pleasure a woman in her power has access to more pleasure because she can live freely in the now.
1: A woman, in her power chooses pleasure. You said this earlier, Rob, and this was a huge thing for me was to choose pleasure, to choose happiness over needing to be right. A woman in her power doesn't need to be right. So she can choose pleasure. She can choose joy. She doesn't need to prove herself. She's not in competition. She's not comparing. She's experiencing her own joy, her own pleasure, For me, the more pleasure I experience, the more people around me experience pleasure as well. So the more I activate my pleasure codes, the more I activate the pleasure within me, the more people feel good around me. So my job is actually my devotion to my own pleasure. My job is to raising my frequency, my pleasure frequency, my abundance frequency, my personal vibration, my power. This is my job. And then the people around me That's what's going to feel good. That's what's going to ripple outwards. That's what's going to activate them as well. My thinking about how it's going to feel good for them isn't actually doing anything in the energetic world.
0: And let's bring this into real life examples. If you're a, a child at the park and you are thinking about the email that you didn't send at work and your kid is like, mom, mom, mom. And you're like, yeah, yeah, just... Oh, yeah. Yeah. Cute. Fun. All oh, that looks so fun. Okay. Did I send it? I can't even remember. Yeah. Yeah. No, no. I saw. I, wa- I was watching. Yeah. What did I say? Did I say from, did I write the date? Did I like, yeah, no, I'm watching. The other person's experience of you is not pleasure. Okay. It is not presence. It is not joy. When you allow yourself to be immersed in the situation for your own sake of pleasure when you allow yourself to live in the body of pleasure to be the spirit of joy their experience of you changes also okay so when for me like you can't you can't not think about the email the thought came in so then what oh my gosh okay write note to send me to check that email later yeah okay let's do it ready mama's waiting. Here I am ready to catch you. Okay. It's not that you ignore all of the life around you. It's not that you don't pay attention to the things that, that are bothering you, or it's not that you ignore that the kitchen drawers get left open all the time. And you just never say anything about it and choose to see the flowers instead. It's not that you don't allow life to, to be present with you. It's that you stay in your power enough in those moments to say, Hey, babe, can I talk to you for a minute? I, I love our house so much and I love you. And I know you've got a lot going on and I want us to live in harmony. Just need you to know that every time you leave those fucking drawers open, I lose my mind. Like I want to literally just throw myself out that window. So if we could just work together to close those drawers, that'd be amazing. Thank you. Okay. Abby, let's go. Let's whatever. It's like you deal with it. All right. You make the note in your phone. You have the conversation. You fire the person. You hire the person. You don't spend the money. You spend the money. Like you allow yourself to take the action, to have the conversation, to be a woman who's in her power so that she can return to the pleasure as much as she can. And when you do that, your partner's experience of you changes because now when they walk in the door at five o'clock and you're a raging bitch, because they've left the covers open again, they're not like, you no, know, here we go. Rob's just a little bit moody again. Jeez. I wonder when this is going to change. It's like, you know, like you have to own that so that the other people also get to experience the most pleasurable aspect of who we are, of who you are. When we take care of our own shit, when we know what we want and what we desire, and we stand for that, and we can say it out loud woman in our power, we experience more pleasure. Guess what? The kitchen doors are closed. Guess what? I just caught my kid coming down the slide and I saw it. I like experienced the whole thing. You know, I climbed to the top of the playground when they asked me to climb to the top of the playground. It was super fun because I sent myself a note about the email. I didn't stand there for 20 minutes thinking about the fucking email and trying to be present with my kid. Okay. I dealt with it. And then the pleasure came and everyone else's experience of me changed. So when we own our power and we allow ourselves to experience pleasure, other people's experience of us changes like entirely. It's like the whole world gets to take a breath of fresh air, their
1: experience of us and their own experience of pleasure be pleasure, allow pleasure to be the energy people feel when they're in your
0: world, in your vortex. That's right. Okay. So I want this to be an invitation for you to choose joy, to choose love, to choose the vibration of more on top of more. I want to invite you to choose to experience pleasure. And this can start with a simple conversation, a simple question to yourself and everything that you do when you're going to the bathroom. Okay. When you're getting dressed, when you're pouring a glass of water, when you're having coffee with a best friend or working on your business, what would make this feel more pleasurable? And this for me is like, what's that elevation. And sometimes it's a
1: small elevation, like what elevates this experience. So pleasure doesn't mean to be like, I have 10 orgasms. Pleasure doesn't mean to be, I hop on a helicopter and fly off to this like beautiful, stunning lake that nobody's ever touched before. Like pleasure doesn't need to be this big, crazy thing. Can we start to bring pleasure into our experience? Can we start to elevate each experience with more pleasure, more joy, more bliss? We're inviting in pleasure. We're opening ourselves up to receive pleasure. Writing in the book of receiving, we're choosing pleasure because a woman in her power chooses pleasure. She chooses to look through the lens of joy and happiness, even when it's hard, not bypassing, but choosing to see the beauty, the pleasure in the moments.
0: How can I make this moment feel more blank, pleasurable, joyful, exciting, satisfactory. Okay. That is your homework. That is something to get curious about for you. If you're going to start to live as a woman in her pleasure, you've got to get curious about it.